That's right. Okay, first up. Okay. We have some Espressif ESP32-S2 Rover modules in stock. These are for some of the developers who are like, I just want to pick up a couple of these. You can, of course, get them from DigiKey in larger quantities. Uh, I think if you want a real, but if you just want one or two, you can pick them up from us. Um, so this is the new chipset that has native USB. Uh, it's a single core, 10 silica, running, I think, 240 megahertz. Uh, it's got like the same 32K of RAM. Um, it's got uh, a built-in uh, two megabyte uh, QSPY flash. And uh, one nice thing is you notice that this is kind of a large um, package. This is, matches the Rover ESP32 package. That's because it has also um, some PS RAM. I think it's a couple megabytes. I don't remember how many megabytes of PS RAM. But um, so that's kind of cool. So this is the decapped version. And it's cool because it's like you get the ESP32 S2 and they do all the, the passives, the crystal, all the connectors. Uh, you can just solder it onto your board. It even has uh, nice labeling on the bottom. I mean, I love this because it's like what pin is what. You can make your footprint and be sure that you get it right. I also like this, um, uh, you know, tic-tac-toe uh, ground pad here underneath the chip for... Uh, cooling and, and ground planing. Uh, so uh, these are available and uh, you can see Scott's video series every Friday. He does um, a live stream and he's been porting CircuitPython to the ESP32-S2. Also check out Unexpected Maker who's been doing uh, tutorials. He's designing a feather uh, based on this chip and he's doing tutorials on this chip and using Arduino. So this is a this is very MPI, very exciting, up and coming. Uh, you know, I think by the holidays, uh, this will be the hot chip that's in all the new devices that people are designing. Okay, heard it here first. All right, next up. All right, next up, the analog discovery from Digilent. Um, this is kind of neat. You know, I, I've we've carried a couple different, you know, USB, you know, pocket um, oscilloscopes and logic analyzers. And um, I thought to uh, pick this one up because um, people had recommended to me. I like that it has a lot of channels. Uh, there's tutorials online and there's software that runs on every different computer. So it's like Mac, Windows, Linux, even a Raspberry Pi 4. And uh, it can act as a uh, logic uh, analyzer. So I think you have like, looks like eight, 16 channels of, um, logic inputs so we can see on the okay. back so uh okay so what does it say so on focus okay differential plus or minus uh 25 volts that's really cool because a lot of times the oscilloscopes they are you know zero to five volts only or plus or minus 50 volts uh five volts 100 mega samples per second 14 bit adc um 30 megahertz analog signal bandwidth if you use a uh you know a bnc scope probe um, waveform generator, um, the DAC version, so there's an ADC and there's also a DAC, so you can uh, generate plus or minus 5 volts up to 25 uh, megahertz signal generator, great for creating custom sine waves, custom sine forms. Um, dual programmable output supplies, 0 to 5 volts and 0 to negative 5 volts. Um, you can power it with, I guess, with an external supply and it'll give you 700 milliamps. 16 sample uh, logic and bus analyzer, 100 mega samples per second and can decode uh, common protocols like FPI, I squared C, UR, and Parallel Bus, and of course, Pattern Detector. Uh, and it kind of sounds like it has a couple other things as well. Maybe I'll safely 
open this. Although we have the maybe the images we have. Yeah, we have these. these yeah, you know, these just, images will be better than you cracking. I it think open, so. so. Uh, okay, so basically, what this is is that it's kind of like a lab in a box. Um, it's not super cheap, but the quality is really good because Analog Devices makes like the best ADCs and DACs. Xilinx, probably uh, the FPGA that drives the ADC and DACs and converts them to USB. And then again, that cross-platform software support. Um, you know, for professionals, they can pick up the Logic, which we also stock. But for students, people who want something that's affordable, for 250 bucks, 275 bucks, um, you get a lot of capability. I think you'll be able to use this for a lot of different projects. I think it was designed originally for like university school, but I think a lot of makers would also like the analog discovery. Okay, next up. Okay, next up we have a bunch of breakouts. So first up is the LPS 22. So this is like the next gen of the LPS uh, 25. And uh, this one's really tiny. This is like the smallest pressure sensor I think in existence. It's only like two millimeters by two millimeters. Um, and we put on a, a Stemma QT breakout. Hold on. The sizes of things have changed, so I have to focus. Uh, so this is uh, the breakout, and you see the little chip in the center. That's the LPS-22. So this is a pressure sensor. Uh, it can also do precision temperature. Um, this is good for altimeters, drones, or um, weather sensing. And you can see it's quite sensitive. You know, it's like you, you like it has pretty good um, repeatability, and it has really good accuracy and precision. Uh, so you can do a couple centimeters, I think maybe 10 centimeters of um, altitude. You can also do one point calibration. I think they, they say they'll give you like one centimeter of um, altitude uh, accuracy. So uh, this sensor, it's also pretty inexpensive. Um, we first saw this on the Arduino Nano Sense and I was like, what is this tiny sensor? Oh my God, that's so small. Uh, so I thought it would make for a great breakout. Um, you get I squared C or SPI and an interrupt pin. Uh, but I like I squared C because again, you just plug it right into like your STM32 F44, and uh, you have an OLED displaying uh, the data right on here. Okay, next up. Okay, next up, another ST part. This is the LIS331H. This is a high range accelerometer. This is kind of the same family as the LIS3DH, which we have on our like circuit playgrounds and a bunch of dev boards as our generic triple axis accelerometer. The LIS331. However, um, it does I squared C, does SPI, has two interrupts, all good stuff. And it goes up to 24G, so that's unusual. A lot of accelerometers kind of top out at 16G or maybe 8G. So this one goes up to 24G, so it's good for um, stuff that moves around a bit more. Um, I know people use it for like sports sensing, like collisions, um, automotive, maybe some rocketry, smaller rockets. Uh, and cars and stuff. So so machines that are moving, which are gonna be moving faster than people might need 32G. So likewise, what's really nice is it has this. It has a uh, static QT connector. So I just, just focus lock is not locking. Okay, um, you know, I just plug it into the end of this LPS 22. And now I have uh, my demo running on the STM32F4, printing out the accelerometer data as well. I can, I can move around. You can see uh, the meters per second square changing on the X, Y, and Z axis. All right. All right. So that's another nice accelerometer sensor. Next up, a sheet of copper. 
Um, this sheet of copper, yeah, this is actually something that you requested. Yeah. So this sheet of copper, it's it's the same kind of stuff that's used in our copper tape, but it's like 12 inches by 12 inches. It's kind of massive. Yeah, and this is a big copper sheet. It's got, yeah, I can't even show it right because it's too big. So let's show it. Let's just show it here. Yeah. So it's because it's it's flexible. It's not it's not like a, yeah. a copper. Um, so you can gently remove it with your fingernail. Yeah. Or it's capacitive touch. Uh, this is perfect for that because tape it onto your pads. You have to solder it. This you don't have to. You just tape it on. And you can cut this with a vinyl cutter. Yep. You can cut it with scissors very easily. And it's just like a gigantic sheet of copper. I don't know. I'll make whatever you want with it. Yep. Cool. It's very conductive. All right. Next up, um, you know, over the last hundred days, uh, you know, usually when February rolls around, there's a new Raspberry Pi. That's right. And uh, because of the international pause on all things over the last three months. Um, this didn't come out until recently. This was a couple weeks ago, and, and we already sold out. we have them. But we have, we'll get more. So this is the Raspberry Pi 4, which you all know and love, but this version has eight gigabytes of RAM, which is double the previous largest, which was four gigabytes. Is there gonna be a 16 gigabyte one? I don't know, I can only guess. But this one upgrades the RAM, so this is basically getting to desktop um, computer capabilities so you can use this for machine learning you have a ton of ram you want to uh, play videos you don't have to worry about um running out of memory you can definitely browse the internet i know you can play youtube videos it still has all the gpio the wi-fi the ethernet the two hdmi ports this is like, getting to be quite a beast of a computer um you know all you have to do is is grab a, a micro sd card plug it in with the latest noobs and uh you have a full desktop you have tons of usb ports um, this is actually nicer than like the computer I had in high school, for sure. So yeah. uh, check it out. Sign up to get notified when we have more in stock. We only got like 100 for our first shipment or so, but we have a lot more in order. And okay. uh, as soon as they're available, uh, we will notify you. All right, next up. Okay, next up. We usually ordered these before the shutdown, but they finally came in. This is um, LED ultra-flexible wire strands. And... These are kind of interesting, and I want to say what they're good for and what they're not good for. Um, because if you look, what what is happening is between each of these like little glue epoxy dots is three wires, and they're coiled, and they are covered with like a non-conductive coating. However, um, if you flex it or you bend it or you rub it, that coating will come off. So this isn't, even though this is flexible. I always tell people what I recommend people do with flexible stuff is you flex it to get into the position you want. Like let's say you want to make a costume with LEDs on it, and but you still have a backing or you have something that's attached to it. It isn't like free flexing because the risk is that um, the coating, the, the thing that, because you know, these are touching, but they're not shorting out. But if you rub them, eventually that coating will come off. Eventually it will crack. So this is good if you want to... Um, Maybe you want to do uh, paper crafts and, you know, they're they're separated and you glue them onto a board and it's just like a lot easier to glue than um, LED strips because, you know, you can move everything around or you want to make a diorama, you want to make a wearable, or you want to just wrap these around your bicycle um, or what have you for maybe your, your lawn ornament. Um, but just watch out that you don't scratch or rub or flex these. Like if I sat here and I like mess with these enough, they would eventually short out because I'm just, I'm just forcing that coating off. 
So as long as you're aware of that, these are pretty cool. Um, they're flexible, they're about four inches apart. They're just NeoPixel compatibles. Um, they, you know, you can see the chip, but they sort of glow both sides. And uh, you can, of course, cut them very easily. And uh, you come, comes with 50 uh, NeoPixels per strand. And then, of course, you can cut them as much as you like. This is yeah. the soft wire flexible NeoPixels. All right. Okay, next up. Okay, um, next up, speaking of wires, we have a box of heat shrink. Um, we'd been using these in fab to uh, make tester kits and jigs, and I was like, you know what, we should stock this. Um, you know, it comes in a lot of different colors, and it comes in a nice storage bin, which I'm always, you can always convince me if it comes with a storage bin. This will last you a long time. Uh, it's got you know all sorts of like the oversizes and the undersizes for thin wires and the coverings, um, and it's pre-cut, so you can also kind of see how much you have left. Okay, and then last up to start of the show, besides the community and our Adafruit team members, and all of you in the chat is the AHT20. This is from the same company that actually makes the DHT series sensors. And uh, we've used those a lot, but they're, they're, you know, they're a little finicky, especially on single board computers. What's nice about this sensor is it's, it's got better quality than the DHT22, but it's I2C and it's a lower price. So really I recommend people, if you were thinking of doing a product with a DHT22, upgrade to the HT20 because you'll get I2C, it's so easy to use, it's five volt compatible, three volt compatible. We made this little uh, breakout for you. Uh, here it is plugged into our uh, STM32F2 using this plug-and-play cable, displaying the temperature and humidity. It's so easy, and uh, it's a great little sensor. If you want, you know, higher precision, we have that. But if you just need a general-purpose temperature humidity sensor, uh, we've got code for um, Python, Arduino, CircuitPython. So this is great for use with your single-board computer, your Raspberry Pi. You can use it with your computer when you use, like, our... Um, Circuit Python adapters like the FT232H or the MCP221 uh, works, of course, great with Arduino. So, a lovely little sensor. I like it because I think it'll be very popular. You can elaborate further later in the questions, but yeah. why is there a little cutout around? Um, well, we had space because there's like it's a three or five volt sensor, so I didn't have to use a logic level shifter. Uh, I usually do to protect against uh, you know five volt input on the like Arduino Uno, um, and so to isolate this from the rest of the PCB. What that means is that this this little area here will heat up faster. So if I put my finger on it, you see it reacts very quickly because you don't have this gigantic ground plane or this PCB that's insulating it. Um, it absorbs heat. It, it uh, both absorbs and releases heat a lot easier because the resistance is lower. Okay. All right. And with that. New, 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 new. 